Hello, and welcome to Exploring Axon, a podcast where we discuss Axon Framework, Axon Server, and their ecosystem. I am your host and a software developer at Axonic, Sarah Tori. In this episode, I spoke with three of my colleagues from the Axon Server team, Mark Gatier, Michal Negac, and Marco Amon about our newest product, Axon Synapse. They explained what the Synapse is, how you can use it, and where would be the best use case to use the Synapse, and what are some of the pitfalls as well. I hope you enjoy this episode, and let's have a listen. Hello, everybody, and uh, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I have Mark, Michal, and Marco with me uh, from the Axon Server team talking about an exciting new product that we have, Axon Synapse. So let's start with you, Mark. Can you please tell us what is the Synapse anyways, and how did the idea come about? Okay. Um, So we had Axon Server out for a long time, and we get more and more questions from other people in the the world saying, okay, I want to use Axon Server, but I'm not using Axon Framework. I have this nice application created in Python, and why can't it use Axon Server? So that's why we started working on Axon Synapse. Axon Synapse is a tool that will allow you to interact with Axon Server in an easy way. So in, in, in another words, you as you mentioned, it doesn't really need any other um, prerequisites like the framework. You can have it with any kind of application that you're using and just connect easily with uh, the server. That's true. Correct? Yes, you can connect to Synapse uh, using HTTP, so it can be used from any any language language that can understand HTTP. Nice. And I'm glad you brought up HTTP because I will go back to it and have some questions on that uh, in just a few minutes. But let me go to Michal and ask. Um, so we did talk a little bit about um, what is the Synapse and why um, it came about. Um, but what about the name? Why did we pick Synapse? Uh, so while developing uh, the Synapse, we had a few ideas about names, uh, and we had also uh, a few conversations which name to pick, because uh, at first it wasn't obvious. Yeah, so we had a few ideas, a few conversations about uh, the Synapse, uh, and we uh, fold back uh, to biology, where axon uh, exists as a cell, as a neuron, that transmits signals uh, from uh, one cell to another. And uh, this axon, it has a special part, a special place at the very end uh, of, uh, of its leg called synapse, which uh, allows transmitting those signals, those signals to uh, other different cells like muscles. Uh, so we brought this analogy to our world to, um, well, the world of developing software, we already had the Axon server, which is responsible for transmitting messages, right, from one application to another. And then we we have uh, Synapse, which is responsible for connecting Axon to with other systems, uh, hence the name Synapse, because, well, the analogy is quite obvious when we think about it. Yes, definitely. And uh, um, I had a, a personal note here that I was uh, I was kind of geeking out on uh, on different neurons and how the messages are transmitted um, within our biological system. 
And uh, a couple of years ago, I, I had some uh, medical issues and so on. And so I was reading a lot about these. And um, I had just joined Axon at that time. And I remember having this funny conversation with Alar saying, oh, my God, now I really get the name Axon. And I was like, totally geeking out on it. And he was chuckling. And I was like, yes, so the synapse totally makes sense. And it, I think it's a perfect fit. And as we go on and explain a little bit about the functionality of it, I think it makes even more sense. So great about the name. Uh, but how does it exactly work? Uh, well, as the name suggests, it uh, translates uh, signals or messages uh, from Axon server uh, to the language, to the published language that can be interpreted by all other systems. Uh, currently, this published language is, uh, well, the plain HTTP, because uh, this one is pretty simple and it is uh, most widely supported by other systems. Uh, we think about introducing uh, other languages, uh, so uh, Synapse can also speak other different protocols. Uh, but so far, uh, that, that's the main responsibility of the Synapse, to uh, translate uh, Axon server functionality, Axon server capabilities, uh, so other applications can understand it. Gotcha. So then it basically, instead of uh, creating various plugins or connectors for that matter, we can just use the, uh, the Synapse. Now, speaking of connectors, Marco, let me um, ask you this one. What is then the difference between Synapse and a connector? And if you do have both of them available, which one would you pick? So our Axon Server Connector is a library you add to your own code. And therefore it is required that you are on the JVM because we currently have the main connector for the JVM. Synapse on the other hand just offers an HTTP API that you can use. And since basically all serious programming languages have some sort of HTTP capabilities, um, we've got a wide field with Synapse. And yeah, there are many more benefits. We'll get uh, to them later. Another question, which one uh, you should pick? And that, again, depends. Um, if you're on the JVM and are okay with a bit tighter coupling, I would definitely opt for the connector. Um, if you are on a different system or need some looser coupling, um, we get later to some serverless stuff, then the Synapse uh, approach really shines. Gotcha. So. Speaking about that, if the Synapse is simpler than um, the existing API, so why not make the existing API simpler instead of going through this all rigmarole and create a Synapse? Uh, so one thing is that we want to not only make it simpler, but also extend it. Um, we have functionality like, for example, the admin API that won't at the current state be exposed in Synapse. Um, these are things, all these, let's say, edge applications don't need to know. They don't need to know that there is Exxon server behind that. Um, but we definitely need to keep that in the original API. So uh, we need to streamline that a bit. And uh, ex expanding the functionality is towards uh, yeah, making the component, let's say Synapse or Accenture being able to call your application. For example, if you have an event, then you can register callback and 
that's a new functionality. We currently have not implemented that in Excel Server. And to make scalability and management easier, we decided we'll put that into a separate component. I see. So then another question about if the synapse is simpler. <laughs> so what features uh, would the user lose um, compared to the existing API if they're using the synapse? Are they losing uh, any features or not really? For example, the admin API, that's uh, mm. not the main target that we want to expose. Um, yeah. We have some stronger guarantees about liveness in the connectors because it's more connection oriented. We uh, especially went for a less connection oriented approach in Synapse. So if you have these serverless applications that are scaled to zero, there is no connection, but they're still in, in quotes alive. So the liveness there is a bit more spongy. Very good. Um, these are really great benefits, and uh, there there are obviously some drawbacks. For instance, using the admin API, it's it's not um, very much you know possible with only using the synapse. So um, now that kind of goes back, I I suppose to then why would I use the Axon server if you can use the synapse? Because you will lose a certain functionalities or features uh, within the server that uh, you might need for your uh, for your certain use case. Um, so what does Synapse then do for a user other than bringing just the protocols, um, if they can just produce that themselves easily? And that's true. Um, we have the normal XSR API as a public protobuf, so you could easily bridge protocols. But Synapse does more. Uh, for example, it does all the heavy lifting of keeping the state of the connections and keeping the state of registered endpoints. And you would have to implement all that of, in, of yourself, including authentication, error handling, uh, lifecycle of applications, and recycling the, the channels. So that would be a lot of work. Um, we're exposing that in the synapse. Gotcha. So let's go back. Um, I'm, I'm going to then go back to Mark and ask uh, this, this question that I've had myself as well, uh, when we were talking about the synapse and uh, the benefits of it and so on. So we did talk a bit about protocols. Now, Axon Server is known for using the gRPC protocol, right? Um, why does Synapse then use HTTP? Is it going backwards? Are we kind of moving away from latest technologies or was it, I'm sure there was a reason to it. So can you please tell everybody what that was and why did we pick HTTP? Okay, as the initial protocol for Synapse, we chose HTTP because, well, it's the most common known protocol to all languages. So all languages have easy access to it, easy integration with it, whereas gRPC is already a step further away. Gotcha. And um, which HTTP are we using for the Synapse? One or two? Um, it's HTTP one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I had this short conversation with Michal a while ago. Why did we pick one just out of curiosity? Again, it's because it's still the most commonly used version. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, so why not then um, use an Axon Server HTTP API? instead? It's a pretty good question. Uh, we want Axon Server to be stable product uh, that doesn't uh, 
really change uh, much and provides backward compatibility. Uh, Synapse is a new product. Uh, it's at the beginning of its evolution. So therefore we, uh, um, we think that it may evolve rapidly uh, in the nearest future. So that's why we'd like to not, uh, not to constrain it with uh, Axon server lifecycle, but to detach it for now until it is uh, really mature and really uh, stable to be incorporated into Axon server itself. Gotcha. That makes sense. So let's talk a little bit about um, integrating it then with applications. Marco, um, if you don't mind, um, tell us a little bit about the benefits of using the Synapse and Axon server to integrate an Axon framework-based application um, with the outside world instead of the building HTTP endpoints into the application itself. Um, so uh, what you just described is one possible way that your mm -hmm. Axon framework application exposes its own HTTP endpoints. Uh, but then you're mixing two approaches to get uh, data and, uh, let's say, signals in, uh, once through the normal uh, Axon framework stuff uh, and the other one through HTTP. And to make that encapsulation a bit easier, um, bridging that with Synapse allows you to use Synapse to bridge from HTTP to our let's say the axonic world, and from there uh, stay in the mindset and lingo of the commands, queries, and events, and thereby you get a way cleaner architecture of the whole thing. And of course, uh, all the other benefits like scaling, buffering, and so on. Gotcha. So can you tell us a little bit about um, those other benefits as well? I know you, you mentioned a little bit about scaling and buffering. Can you go a little bit deeper into that? Um, yeah. Um, one thing uh, that is currently a bit hard to do because uh, Exxon Server is so connection-oriented with gRPC is load balancing. So if you so load balancing Exxon Servers, or let's say put Exxon Server behind transparent load balancers. Um, but that's something our customers uh, request from time to time. And we therefore thought, okay, if we're using HTTP, and HTTP is a quite easy-to-proxy protocol, we should build it in a way that wherever, whichever instance you get um, through the load balancer, it should work uh, with Synapse in that case. So that's one uh, let's, yeah, operational benefit. So then will Synapse uh, work better with load balancers than Axon Server itself? Um, you can't mess it up that easily. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good to know. <laughs> All right. I like that answer. <laughs> Just can't mess it up easily. <laughs> you really have to try hard to do it, right? Okay. <laughs> and there's one so pitfall that... though. Yeah. Um, the other way, um, when you have your application registered as an event handler, it has to be called by the synapse. Mm -hmm. And you need to ensure that the same uh, routing key that we use internally uh, is routed to the correct instance. And if you okay. place a load balancer there, you need to pay a bit of attention. So mm -hmm. that's one bit of a drawback, but uh, that's definitely a solvable problem. Right. Not not too difficult to tackle, definitely. Um, any other functionalities the Synapse would add to the other Axonic products that we have that you can think of? It makes it way easier to add uh, the Axon server into your landscape mm -hmm. with 
existing uh, systems and if you develop stuff in new languages, let's say Go or Rust, you can also integrate that not only with Exxon Server, but also your already existing Exxon Framework applications. Mm, very good. So that's uh, there's a lot of possibilities then out there, which is uh, something really beneficial for any user that wants to that wants to use this product. So um, let me go back to you, Michal, and uh, talk a little bit about um, running the applications when they're using Spring, Axon Framework, and Server. What does the Synapse then uh, mean to somebody who is using um, all of the above, basically? And can they use it with Axon Framework? We did talk about that a little bit, but um, tell mm -hmm. me a little bit more about it. it it depends. <laughs> uh, I love the it depends answer. Favorite the answer, of course. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So in uh in the basic use case, when we have one uh standalone uh monolithic application that uses uh, Axon framework and uh, Axon server, and we don't pre well we don't predict uh any evolution towards. Uh, different languages, uh, different paradigms like protocol. We'd like to stay within Java, within JVM world. Uh, then Synapse kind of really doesn't offer much to us. However, gotcha. if we work in, uh, in the modern uh, development landscape, uh, which is getting more and more diverse, which uh, combines different uh, teams that uses different technologies. And for instance, uh, in my product, one team uses Axon Framework and Axon Server. Another team uses Node.js. And yet mm -hmm. another team uses, uh, let's say, uh, Function as a Service. Uh, then all the teams uh, may benefit from the integration with each other from uh, Axon Synapse. So gotcha. it depends on your uh, exact uh, development landscape, mm -hmm. uh, on your evolution path and uh, your architecture. Right. May I just chip in here for a moment? Yes, of course. Um, I would also argue that if you're on the JVM, Synapse can benefit you in certain cases. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's say you have a large le legacy application and you want to connect that to uh, some already existing like, some framework stuff. Uh, you can't just bring in the framework into a huge existing monolithic application without a significant effort. Yeah. But you can add a little bit of HTTP glue to enable the communication. So I think that might also be a nice use case. Yeah, sure. definitely. Mm -hmm. That's that's right. Um, which I think uh, has been the use case for some of our customers also than some of the folks that I've uh, spoken with during the podcast, when you do have a monolithic application, but you also have other applications using the framework, how do we kind of get um, uh, to a point where we can connect these two or we can kind of move away from that monolithic application and make it more distributed? What ways we can do that a little bit more easily? So this is really great that you mentioned that. Um, thank you. So what about then Micronauts, uh, Quarkus, or a different Java framework? Can they also benefit from this? Yes. Uh, yes, they can. As, uh, uh, there are two possibilities. So we are uh, still within the, the JVM ecosystem. So as mm -hmm. Marco uh, previously mentioned, we have yeah. uh, uh, an option, an alternative, which is good. We can choose uh, from uh, 
accent connector, which gives us greater control, greater possibilities. Uh, however, it requires uh, from us to be configured, to be coded, to be integrated, which isn't simply, uh, which isn't simple. Uh, right. So this is the one possibility. If we if we want to have that greater control, then go for accent uh, connector. Mm-hmm. However, if you'd like to uh, uh, simply integrate with uh, Axon server and still stay within JVM ecosystem, then uh, the signups is an option right. because it allows for quite simple, uh, hustleless integration. Uh, well, with Micronaut, with Quarkus, or any other uh, mm-hmm. Java uh, Java framework uh, that we doesn't that we don't support out of the box. Right, right. I, I like uh, Marco's glue um, <laughs> example, so you can really use it as a glue to basically connect anything, which is really great. Um, Mark, let me go back to you and talk a little bit about Axon Server Standard Edition. Can the users use the Synapse uh, with the Standard Edition as well? Um, yes, it's uh, completely possible. So you can use it with Standard Edition, you can use it with Enterprise Edition, you can use it with Axon Cloud. Mm-hmm. So all these combinations are possible. Nice. So um, then will the Synapse uh, allow the user to apply um, the event sourcing patterns then uh, using any language that they want to use with the Synapse? Or does it have nothing mm-hmm. to do with it? It will enable you to do it because you can retrieve events specifically for a, for an aggregate. You can... There's some concurrency control over it, but you still have to do a lot of some to work yourself, of course. It's not a complete Excel framework. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit, uh, maybe a couple of examples of uh, some of the things that the user has to do on their side to be able to um, use the Synapse in order to be able to do event sourcing? Of course, we don't have the mm. nice, simple framework um, behind it. So what what kind of things do they need to really do? Do they need to write out basically their own framework in a way? They have to do some things themselves. So if they receive a command for an aggregate, they have to source that aggregate in some mm-hmm. way. And of course, Synapse provides an option to do that, but still the uh, logic of applying the events to get to, uh, to re- rebuild the state of the aggregates has to be done by the customer itself. Okay, so Michal, let me come back to you um, and ask you this one about um, designing an application using CQRS. Will the Synapse help with that? Well, CQRS stands for Command Query Responsibility Separation. Uh, this is an architectural pattern that favors designing application in two stacks. One stack that uses commands and handles commands. Uh, it is responsible for processing uh, business logic and taking decisions. And later, those decisions are propag- propagated to another stack uh, that is responsible for handling, uh, let's put it, the boring part of an application. So queries, uh, views, read models. Uh, this pattern uses uh, language like commands, events, and queries to um, 
as, as, as this uh, pattern component. And uh, Synapse fully supports uh, all of these uh, event types as Axon Framework does and as Axon Server does. So all three products from the Axon uh, family uh, supports developers in designing uh, applications using CQRS. That's really great. Um, so now Mark briefly mentioned uh, connection to the cloud. Um, let me come to you, Marco, with uh, with a couple of questions on that, or maybe one even. Um, <laughs> how can the Synapse be used with the serverless or going scale to zero approach? Uh, before I answer that, let me just quickly outline why that's currently a bit hard mm -hmm. to do with Axon Server right. itself. So how it currently works is that we have a connection from the client, so that's basically your application, to the Exxon server. And when there is a new event coming, so I just explained it with the event type mm -hmm. message. Uh, when there's a new event, um, over that existing connection, Exxon server uh, signals, yo, here, uh, that's a new event, and you can process it. When you scale to zero, that means your application is not running, but is invoked from the outside. Mm -hmm. So it can't keep open the connection to Exxon Server and therefore can't be notified. So we got a bit of a problem right. there. We changed that with Synapse. Uh, Synapse can call your application. And with this initial uh, invoking, um, your application can be woken up from this mm -hmm. scale to zero to scale to one or multiple depending on what you All configure right. in case there is a new event that if this is a cold start it might be a bit of a delay but uh, after the, it is a warm start then it should be quite mm -hmm. fast there is however a bit of the the challenge i mentioned earlier with making sure that the routing is consistent but that's a different story okay so that's great to wrap it up now where can you find this wonderful synapse, Mark? Uh, right now, we have an early access version of it available. And I think we can share the link. Definitely. It's I'll share it through the, through the notes. Yeah. So can you uh, briefly tell me and uh, our listeners what is uh, coming up next? Can you give me any sort of insight or it's still in the discussions? And Next, of course, will be the... Uh, official version because we only have an early access mm -hmm. version and from there we, we will be continuing with some other features that we have to still have to prioritize <laughs> yeah absolutely so uh definitely uh, i highly recommend everybody to give it a try and uh, give us a feedback and let us know that way um we can use that feedback in order to find out what kind of features um, are mostly used or asked for. And that's always helpful on our side as well. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me today and uh, giving everybody a great insight as to what the uh, Synapse is and how they can use it and uh, what is um, uh, the best way to use it and some of the uh, downsides as well, because that's also important to know. Really appreciate everybody's time. And uh, I'll come back to you, I'm sure, at some point in the future to uh, talk more about the Synapse and some of the other uh, Axon Server functionalities as well. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having Thanks. us. Bye. Thank you for listening to my talk with some of our 
Axon Server team members about Axon Synapse. Please join me next time for other amazing topics with wonderful guests. Until then, have a great time and happy coding. Bye.